Have you ever talked to a guy who thought he could choose to believe when life begins, like he can choose to believe that there is a God? Let's talk about how we can respond. Come debrief with us. Hi, I'm Lexi, and joining me as always are Seth and Ethan, and we're debriefing pro-life outreach. Ethan, give us an outreach highlight for this week. So I was at a college outreach, and we had a young gentleman, but I probably shouldn't call him a gentleman. He was a heckler. So he was going around yelling profanities and not nice things at people. And so he was talking to me, and I ignored him for a little while, and then I tried to engage with him. He actually started to have a conversation with me for a short space of time. And he was telling me that I was crazy for thinking that that, and he pointed at the sign of the, the aborted baby, that that was a human being. And, you know, if you think that, you're, you're, you're insane. So I just asked him, well, do, do dead things grow? You know, because he was like, it's, it's dead or something. And I said, well, well, do dead things grow? And he paused for a really long time. And then he went, you're changing my argument. That's, <laughs> you're avoiding the question. And I was like, I no, I just gave you an answer. He's like, I didn't, I didn't say they were dead. And I was, you're, you're changing my argument. And I was like, okay. And then he, he started to yell profanity. So what was he saying? Things. It's not that they're dead. I, well, I, maybe it's urban dictionary slang for alive. I don't know. That's a good one. That's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> well, that's too good. Well, who knows what he is saying, but we will know what this person is saying. This was at, actually, we kind of won't because it's actually confusing too. <laughs> but uh, this, is a conver- up, everyone. Yeah. A hard one. this is a conversation that Maggie had at the University of Cincinnati. And he had made a few claims that are kind of confusing, but we will kind of unpack them. And he, this is a longer conversation, right, Maggie? Yes, yes, this is a longer conversation. Maggie, and, so, she's and this is going to be a little bit longer of a clip. So buckle in, it's actually right. not that long, but let's listen to that. Here. I believe that science says that life begins at conception just because, you know, the cells they're making their own and the heartbeat, like it's, a, a, they're able to make it their son, themselves, mm-hmm. even though the mother is the, uh, the carrier. But I just believe that, just like people can believe in God, I believe that a heartbeat determines life and that it's immoral to kill someone with a heartbeat. Okay. So, to you, a heartbeat determines life, but you also just said that science says that life begins at conception? Yes. So, what is the difference? Oh, my own morals. Okay. So, why do you think it it's wrong to kill someone with a heartbeat only? I'm not quite sure. Um, I've always just thought this, again, just like people sometimes think that God is real no matter what. Uh, I just don't exactly know why I think this. I just think that if you have a heartbeat and you have value to yourself, even animals, you know, they have heartbeats, they have value. Plants, you know, not much, but um, that's, that's just what I believe. Okay, but I mean, even with the God thing, like, people have reasons for it, they believe. You must have a reason for why you think being valuable or being alive starts at the heartbeat. Uh, just, I guess, um, same reason why I'm having questions with God now that I think about it is that I can't see him, which I know is blasphemy, um, but since I can't see any works and can't see that, um, or, you know, miracles, I should say, and can't see that, oh, wow, that is God, he's standing right in front of me, um, it's kind of the same thing, I know people have a heartbeat, and, um, I can see that, I can feel it, so this, I can feel it, it's happening, organs are running, that kind of determines life. Okay. 
<laughs> so kind of confusing y'all to recap that a little bit he was making the case that he believes that abortion is immoral when or it's immoral to kill someone who has a heartbeat but even though we know scientifically life begins at conception that doesn't in his mind mean that that is when life begins in his mind life begins at a heartbeat and so that's why i guess he would support abortion prior to that he also says well just like people can believe that there is a god we can believe when life begins so kind of drawing a very weird not correct parallel between those two things but let's dive into whatever that was (laughs) not to be rude to this guy i mean i'm sure at least he's thought through some things a little bit more but going just starting out from the top he admits the claim that it is wrong to kill somebody with a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. So he's Why? against most abortions. That right? Like I mean, yeah. so Why? it's very rare you'd have an abortion before a heartbeat because the heartbeat's not detectable till five or six weeks, but it's beating at sixteen days. Mm-hmm. So he gets confused. He mixes up the scientific claim life begins at conception and says, "Well, I'm going to contradict science." He even says, he even admits later on in the conversation that he's cherry picking what mm. he wants to believe. Yeah. And he's fine with it. He says everybody cherry picks. Conservatives, liberals cherry pick. So he can cherry pick too. Okay. So he's cherry picking like what he wants to believe about this, like the science behind it. But it just really goes back to his feeling like, I don't know, like I've like growing up, like I've just always believed that life begins with a heartbeat. So that's that's my stance. But would he say abortion is wrong then at that point where the heart is beating? Yes. You should not have an abortion. valuable at that point. So okay. yes, abortion is wrong at that point. But the question mm. is, why are you, it's just in his heart, like just in his emotions <laughs> his that heart. you have to, in his heart, I didn't even realize uh, it, that you have nice. to have a heartbeat to be valuable. And what's stood out to me too is he said, well, animals with heartbeats are also valuable. I would love to ask him, okay, well, do you think an animal with a heartbeat is just as valuable as a human with a heartbeat? Mm-hmm. Or do you think there's like varying levels of that? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm guessing, do insects have heart? They all have hearts, right? Do they? Uh, How do they have their they, blood? I have a cousin who's um, um, in this, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so I could text him right now. With my, like, yeah. Well, I'm sure a lizard has a heartbeat, right? Yes, and okay. actually, a lizard does. I've seen a lizard's heartbeat. But regardless, really your point young. is, though, if he's if he would say the cat and human are equal, sure. then yes, it's the heartbeat. But if he's saying, no, the human is somehow more valuable, he's recognizing it's the kind of thing yes, the human is, that's what not I the heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I want to see what he says about that, but I don't really know Insects for sure. Insects do have hearts that pump stuff through the <laughs> circulatory system <laughs> producer maggie's just giving us the heads up so okay, well, there cool. we go so phone a friend or phone maggie if you, even way. if you're a vegan or vegetarian or whatever you're still killing insects by walking on the ground so mm-hmm. um if we're gonna say that a ant is as valid or just because they have a heartbeat means that they are as valuable as a human with a heartbeat we're gonna kind of fall into some inconsistencies in the way that we live so, so. can we talk for a moment about belief what does it mean to believe mm-hmm. something what does that mean he says, I believe this. Uh-huh. This is true scientifically, but I believe this. What's going on there? I think really it comes down to he's a false understanding of what it means to believe in God. The term belief, I think, is so perverted or like confused by the culture. Like the word hope is confused yeah. by, the, by the culture. Belief doesn't just mean I am making this up. I don't know that this is actually true. So I'm just going to 
choose to kind of convince myself of this reality, Mm -hmm. but it's, you have a strong confidence in something that you have a basis for knowing that to be the case. Does that make sense? I don't know if that's really the definition, but that's how I see it. I I think believe correctly. You believe it to be right. That's what I believe it to (laughs) be. (laughs) Believe correctly defined is a assurance. It's a certainty of something not like this where it's sort of like i believe in this as in the way that i just pledge my allegiance mm, to this idea that's good. Mm-hmm. same way with hope the idea of hope is in our culture means something that is probably not going to happen but you want it to happen mm-hmm. that's not the correct definition of hope the correct definition of hope is something that is going to happen which is why you have hope in it yeah and so I, I like what you're bringing up, though, that we have and what you were bringing up, Seth, that we have these definitions. Words have meaning and we need to define these words correctly because if we use them incorrectly, it just adds confusion to the conversation. I wish this weren't a podcast, but we had like visual because yeah. I would love to draw a picture. I think that's so helpful for understanding how we got here that he can say this like, OK, life uh-huh. begins at fertilization. But I believe this is so bizarre. I think you just unpacked it so well, Ethan. We don't understand what belief is. Yeah. Francis Schaefer years ago wrote about this. Nancy Piercy has done more work on it in her mm-hmm. books. We live in this world of the fact value split. So it's like they say we live in a two story world where you have yes. on one level, you have the realm of beliefs and morals uh-huh. and values like person and stuff like that on the lower level is things you can prove with scientific evidence so like when life begins whether we're in a real room and there are facts like that but the world above the values and whether god exists and whether meaning exists most people today think that facts are irrelevant to that so Mm -hmm. that's why we have this idea of a leap of faith you just take a leap and believe in something because facts are are not even in the same category as belief in Mm -hmm. the modern day thinker we think what you know is true is one thing what you want to be true what you believe is totally different Mm -hmm. it doesn't affect any facts or meaning so the idea of there being evidence for god which maggie brought up there's evidence to believe in him he most will say well that's not relevant to whether god exists what matters is do i just believe in him so we live in this really weird time right now where we recognize yes facts are real facts do exist like life begins at fertilization but something like personhood and value that's mm-hmm. totally separate and i could just believe what i want about personhood yeah. that's so dangerous just like i can believe what i want about my gender or whatever we create all kinds of trouble for ourselves once we divorce our yeah. beliefs from reality and facts well what's interesting though is he says he claims not obviously in this clip but later on in the conversation that science proves that there is no god Oh, so really? he he does he give even, reasons for that not that i know of it's just he claims that that is what has been proven i guess because a lot of people who are in the sciences like his professors or whatever mm. may be atheist mm-hmm. and so he thinks like that is the scientific standard that's just why i think maybe his opinion of you can just believe in god is just like a a hope but the the culture's version of hope Mm -hmm. of like this is what i want to be the case but not the hope of like the biblical understanding of what hope is is we know that is going to take place and so we look forward to that right sort of that's so good and uh, when he was saying that about you know like god appeared i can't see god he said right like so i don't believe him because i can't see him my mind went to jesus and nicodemus right in the conversation Mm -hmm. what does jesus say like you he refers to the wind right which is objective reality outside nicodemus he can't see the wind but he can see what the wind does, yeah. right? So you don't see right. God, but you can see what God has done. You perceive his existence, his reality in everything around us in yeah. our experience. So go ahead, Ethan. Well, I was going to say, didn't C.S. Lewis say something like that? Mm-hmm. I, I don't believe in Christianity because I, because I see, uh, he said, I see everything by in <laughs> right. light of Christianity. I see everything in light Badly of Badly paraphrasing him, right? So like 
Christianity makes sense of our experience. It right. gives understanding to our, that we see the rights and wrongs of the world, but there must be a standard right and wrong. Where does that come from? God, right? Yeah. Yep. Well, and so I think really if we kind of help him to understand what does the word believe mean? Why do you think you get to just choose? I guess, again, it's just back to this. I get to believe whatever, or mm-hmm. I get to feel however I want to feel, and I'm going to live my life like that. But no, we live in a real world. Not right. everything is subjective. Yeah. Not everything is a preference. Let's get down to the realities. Let's lay out the facts in front of us that we know to be true, and then let's determine the outcomes or the... Uh, other, I don't know how to say it. Like we should then look at the facts and then determine, okay, what are we going to do because of those facts rather than determining what we want to do and then look at those facts and then uh, manipulate those facts to fit our The cherry picking he was talking about. He's right. We we all can be guilty of cherry picking. Absolutely. Undoubtedly. But the question is, are the cherries you're picking, are there, is there truth there, right? Yeah. Yes. And is it right to do that? Like just because other people do that, Mm. does it mean that it's okay and justified? Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of things that So he's saying again, like we all have facts around us. We just kind of cherry pick our way to to create a narrative Mm -hmm. that makes sense to us, right? So we would say, no, there are, there's an overarching meta narrative of what is right and wrong that makes sense of the facts you're picking. Yeah. So we have to try to return to this idea of there's a way to perceive reality rightly. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's going to understand yeah. this. Right. It's almost so hard to explain to people who are stuck in that. We can see it from the outside, but it's hard to explain that to somebody who their entire life, so many of the things that they believe to be true are just things that they've twisted to like appease their conscience. Yeah. And yet they still are moral beings made in God's image, right? Yeah. And so they still look at the Holocaust and they quiver and tremble. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, people make some stupid comments today about Hitler and stuff, but I think most people would still say the Holocaust was utterly detestable and wrong, yes. right? And why is that? It's not just because we've cherry-picked some things or we have all built our own, happen to build our own, we all happen to build the same narrative that it is wrong. We all perceive the same thing, this injustice, and recognize there's a truth about this that is apart from us. So I think we do still see this reality. It's just when it's our own issue, like abortion, it's hard to look outside ourselves. Yeah, and well, what he was saying was, I believe that... Scientifically, it's proven that life begins at fertilization, that the embryos are human beings from the moment of conception, right? But from my own morals, that leads me to believe that you don't have value until you have a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. So again, it's his own morals that are um, educating him as to who the embryo is and yeah, who the embryo is mm-hmm. at heart. Not just if they're human or not, but if they are a human being with value, which mm-hmm. is ultimately the question. Because even mm-hmm. if we do answer the question of what are the beings in the womb when a woman is pregnant, mm-hmm. we can now answer that question. Yes, they're human beings. But then the second question, which I think is a much even more valuable question is, are they human beings with value? Mm-hmm. And how do we determine that? How do we know that to be true just as we know as certain as we know that they are human. I think we can know that just as much as we know that they are human beings. I think we can know that they're valuable people because of, we kind of all have that in our hearts. We all know that we're all created in God's image. We can recognize image bearers are precious and valuable, especially in light of when people don't acknowledge that Mm -hmm. and they commit mass injustice. We can recognize that's wrong and that 
that was innocent people that are being victimized. So I don't know if that all made sense. I kind of just rambled on there for a second. Sorry, everybody. No, and it's but- really important because I think what you're getting to, Lexi, is that the a lot of people in the pro-life movement rightly so insist upon science because mm-hmm. science is on our side. It proves they're human beings. That's true. Yeah. But science cannot do everything. Science yeah. cannot tell you whether you should ever do anything. Right. It can tell you the baby's a human. It cannot tell you that parents should take care of them. For yeah. that, you have to enter the realm of philosophy and a religion. And so you're exactly right to point us that way, Lexi. And I think that what matters is it's kind of back to this whole question of do we have reasons for what we believe? We all mm-hmm. believe a lot of things. Do we have good reason for it, right? So we meet a lot of atheists who believe that all humans are valuable. I have no idea where that belief comes from. Yeah. Yeah. They just kind yeah. of assert it. And that's fine. Glad we have the same common ground that they're valuable, yeah. but they don't have an objective, solid reason for it. And please, if you're an atheist listening, send us your objective reason. I'd love to hear. Mm-hmm. I've not heard one. I'd love to hear one. But so we can say we are not merely asserting ad hoc mm-hmm. that all, it, all humans are people with value. Yeah. We're asserting it based on our understanding of God's real existence and his revelation he made us in his image. Objective reasons for why we believe all humans have value. That's why when we say not only are humans valuable, yes, they are, we have good reasons for it. We're not merely asserting it's not ad hoc and it's not just some fake pseudoscience. We believe science belongs in its category, philosophy in its category, but we have good reasons in both categories for why we say the baby's a human, you should not kill her. And it definitely doesn't come down to this is what's most convenient. A lot of people perceive pro-lifers as people who are just doing things and saying things out of selfish ambition or out of some sort of, we want to control women. We want to have the power and mm-hmm. whatever it may be. We want to only care for embryos and fetuses. But once the child is born, we're going to neglect them and don't care about them. It's like all focused on us and our motivations for those things, for our stance against abortion. Mm -hmm. But none of those are actually descriptives of people who are opposed to abortion. It's not convenient for us to spend here at Created Equal to work full-time opposing abortion. Mm -hmm. This isn't a, a good fun thing to do. I mean, it is a good thing. It's not a fun thing to do, though. Yeah. It has its moments. So I mean, it has its moments. But I'm saying, <laughs> no, it's, it's right. Not, You're right. We're There's not a lot of doing we'd rather this do. out of a yes. Yeah, we're not absolutely. doing this out of a oh, this is we enjoy get rich quick or it's like I don't know. We enjoy going standing yeah. outside of an abortion facility, telling pleading with women not to have an abortion. Yeah. We don't enjoy doing that. Mm-hmm. We're so, so thankful we get to serve the Lord in doing that. But it's not out of some sort of selfish ambition to harm others it's out of a love for others that we are compelled to do this out Mm. of a love for god and out of love for others and so i think that also is just why a lot why there's so much division between people who oppose abortion and people who support abortion is because the people who support abortion aren't really looking at why we oppose abortion Mm. they are just told by the more elite abortion supporters, why we are the way we are, why Mm -hmm. we are against abortion. And they don't actually, they're not open to the real reasons, I guess. Mm, Or maybe they don't even think, I'm not even going to blame them. Maybe they don't even think that there is a legitimate reason for opposing abortion. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I think, again, I guess that's why it's good that we're out on college campuses, out talking to students about abortion so that they can meet a real normal person I don't know how normal we are, but (laughs) they can meet somebody who is strongly and adamantly opposed to abortion and see that, oh, we're just, we're human just like you. We have, you know, preferences just like you, but we also have strong moral beliefs and we care for others. 
So. And sorry to harp on the same thing over and over again, but that's why the abortion victim of photography is so important because it's an objective thing. We're not just saying believe like us. We're saying there's objective evidence of what is happening. We have to reckon with this reality, not just what you believe. That's really good, Seth. So with that in mind, y'all, please go leave us a five-star review so that more people can find this podcast. That's all we have for this week. And as always, thank you for debriefing with us.